Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Red Letter Day. This is podcast episode number eight. And today we have a very special guest for a very special reason. And it's probably the best guest in the history of Red Letter Day. Me, Vincent. Vincent is here. That was a good intro. You know, I respect I'm going to have to have Vincent be doing my intros now. All the podcasts I listen to, they have their like, uh, they've got their buddies doing their intro. I think I might keep you. Might have to hire me on just for the intro. But like, that could be my that could be my cameo every week. That's how I can get on the credits. Because here's the thing: I've been talking to Tobaldo, our good friend Jason. Um, he's coming on as a consultant. He's got to be a Red Letter Day consultant. I could use you for the Red Letter Day intros. It's gonna be good. But like Vincent said, we're back. It's episode eight of Red Letter Day, and I'm excited for this one. I've been wanting to have Vincent on. You know, he's my brother. How? What else? My there's no other explanation to why Vincent is on today besides that fact. He's been chilling. Uh, today, actually, Sunday, September 26th, it's a big day in history. I'm going to let you guys guess. You know, there's a few guesses. Vincent, if you had to guess, what's special about today? What's special about today? September 26th, <sighs> 2021. Well, September 26th, if you go back, today's 2021. Take it back to September 26th, 2002. The birthday of Vincent. Vincent was born. Big day. Big birthday for Vincent. So couldn't think of anybody else to have on the, uh, on the podcast here for his birthday. So Vincent, what's going on, my man? You know, what's, what's going on in the world of Vincent? Oh, the world of Vincent. Lately, the world of Vincent has been interesting. Interesting to say the least. I got to start. We have to start immediately. You know what? I don't know if we can go right into it because there's so much other stuff going on in the world right now it's fall which means football's back i know you're a big football guy you know you're out here you're making your bets your picks ready gotta be honest with you early on in the season not liking where you're going football wise you know your opinion on the Steelers right now uh, you're falling apart falling apart early big ben big ben not not looking great but serviceable enough you know week one under 200 yards i think but the defense got the job done in buffalo Little upset win there. I think it was in Buffalo. It might have been Pittsburgh. I think it was in Buffalo. I think you're right. I think you're right. And then week two, Raiders. Raiders are. Sur- I didn't think the Raiders would be two and zero. Hell, I thought the Raiders would be zero and two. To be honest, the surprising team right there with John Gruden. He's coming back. He's looking good. So, but here's the thing. I believe. Quote me. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. But did the Raiders start two and zero last year. The Raiders. I want to say they did. So I want to yeah. say they did. But then start they, up two and They always start off good with Gruden. Like they're. They always start off good, and then just midseason, they just fall. Like, this would be, this week, the Raiders are playing the Miami Dolphins at home in Vegas. They're playing them without Tua. This would be the most Raiders loss ever, starting off 2-0 and get blown out by the Jacoby Brissett-led Dolphins at home. I can see it happening. It, I can see it happening. It's, it's the Gruden era. It could. I think I'm going to run the DraftKings right now. Put money against Gruden. We'll have to see. Bet against Gruden. We'll wait on Sunday, but football-wise... We've had some Monday night games. We've had some Sunday night games. 
And we've had some Thursday night games. Now, this past week, we had the Texans and the Carolina Panthers. In my opinion, not a very interesting game. No, definitely not. Definitely uh, not. We had some backup QBs playing. Davis Mills, baby. Davis Mills train. So, I don't know. I don't know what the Texans are going to do with these injuries they're having, but we're going to have to wait and see. But what we're going to do is we're going to back it up to last Thursday night. Oof. Last Thursday night, it was the New York Giants versus the Washington Redskins down in D.C. And for those of you that don't know, Vincent and I, big Giant fans. You know, Vincent might be more of a football fan than I am. I take more of that baseball, hockey, even basketball ahead of football, but still a big football fan myself. But Vincent, Vincent knows the game. He knows his players. He knows the teams. So Vincent and his buddy Corey took a trip down to Washington, D.C. And I'm going to Vincent take it from here. You know, what about the day? What went on? What happened down oh, here? The day. Well... Unimportant stuff. The day started, I went to school, came back, and then we drove to D.C. Went to Stockton first. Went to Stockton first. Stockton, well, quick side note here. Quick, quick What's side. the parking situation at Stockton? Oh, my God, my God, dude. Lot, I don't even know what the lot numbers are. Usually, I try and finesse a spot in lot zero. I'll drive around. Like, I'll pull up, like, 15 minutes before class. I'll be driving around. Tuesdays and Thursdays are tough. There's an overflow lot, like, all the way down by the big blue gym. It's past that. There's an overflow lot there. Happened to me twice last week or two weeks ago, Tuesday and Thursday. Got in the overflow lot and made it the walked into class twelve twenty nine. Now, what's the advice you got on the parking? You get to campus. What do you got to do to get a spot? All right. So, I got a twelve thirty class on Tuesday Thursday. Like you get you got to get there earlier than twelve twenty. Like like you're getting there ten minutes. It's not cutting it. Like you get there twelve ten. Like even ten minutes, it makes a difference. Like there's because everyone's rolling in for these twelve thirties. And then everyone's rolling out when the classes end at 2.20. They run 12.30 to 2.20 usually. Mondays and Wednesdays, I have no problems because I get there at like 3.10. I have a 3.35. Plenty of spots. Plenty of spots. And then by the time I leave at 8 o'clock at night, the lot's empty. Because who wants to be at Stockman at 8 o'clock at night? You're this at 8 o'clock at night? It's a late, late schedule. Mondays and Wednesdays. Yeah, my early, I'm not a morning guy. Earliest class, 12.30. I can, I can see that. <laughs> not a morning <laughs> Trust guy. Me, I know you're not a morning guy. You know, living with you, I can tell that. So... When you get to Stockton, what if you don't get a spot? What's going on? Uh, well, I've noticed in lot zero and in the overflow lot, seeing some seeing some people parking on the grass and not getting any consequences for it. No tickets? No, no consequences. So worst comes to worst, take a little grass spot and you're on your way. I'm going to sit here right now. I'm calling out Stockton campus police. That's BS. As, as far as I know, no tickets. No tickets no, as, as far as, as you know. know. Stockton Police, you guys got to step up here. Be better, guys. Come on. Come on, boys and girls. Be dishing out those tickets. That's not a parking spot. That's the freaking grass. Let's go. It's a madhouse in Stockton. It's it's a zoo. They, they got no parking. It is a zoo. That's a good... I like it there. Rutgers is a little bit different, you know, but Rutgers is so big, you can... Uh, no problems parking at Rutgers, at least for me. Some people do, but that's more of the commuter vibe. You're a commuter at Stockton, so I see it, but two different animals right there. So, anyway, you go to school, you're done with school. Uh, you get in the car with Corey, and you guys head down to D.C. We do. We do head down to D.C., you know. A little bit of rain the forecast last Thursday. We were driving in the rain. Rain was on and off the whole drive down. Three hours. Supposed to get there three hours, 15 minutes. Takes like four, four and a half of traffic. At rush that. hour traffic? Not so much rush hour traffic. Just traffic because of the weather, really. Like, the rain. And then once you got to, like, close to the stadium, it felt like an extra, like, 20 minutes with the parking situation. But, like... Overall, we get in, we get in the stadium at like 7.45, it's raining, 
see the Giants in Washington warm up, you know, and then by game time it stops. So I had this thing on my on my seat. It was a it's like a Washington little sticker, and it was like congratulations, you won a prize or whatever. I'm like, maybe I should go redeem it. Had to redeem it by the end of the third quarter. I never did redeem it because I moved it because it was wet and then someone else sat on it and I think they took it, but it was like a Washington towel. I don't know. I don't know what I was going to do with it. You got to wipe your ass with it? Oh, uh, it might have been a scarf, actually. <laughs> it might have been a scarf. scarf. That can still serve the same purpose. You can do a scarf. You do <laughs> Maybe a lot more of, efficiently. You can do a lot of things with a scarf. <laughs> I think that's one of them. So the typical pregame, though. Nothing special about the game you there. Where were your seats? Oh, all right. So we were in the end zone, row six. But the way it works, the end zones, they had the middle section of seats, the right section, and the left section. The middle section had rows one, two, three, four, five, and however far back they go. But the left and right, you had where rows one, two, and three were in the middle. There was nothing on the left and right. It was just like a little opening for like security. Was the tunnel? No, the tunnel was off to the left. So like the tunnel was, the tunnel was four seats to our left, and then we were at the tunnel. Like we were able to get some good video before like the other fans showed up or whatever, but. So the way we were sitting, we were in row six. The only two rows in front of us, people-wise, were four and five. So, I mean, you can't beat that. Essentially, two rows off the field. Can't beat that. Good seats right in the end zone. Excellent. See, I didn't, I didn't even realize. And, like, the price we paid, great. Really? Great deal, honestly. But, honestly, surprising, though. Like, Washington's got the lower bowl, like 100-level packed. And then you went up to like the 200, 300, 400 for a Thursday night football game. Like, don't get me wrong, the NFC East wasn't great last year, but Giants, Redskins, Giants, Redskins, Washington. Sorry, I don't know if anyone cares, but like it wasn't like the Panthers and Texans last night. Like, no one was at the Panthers. No, that game was empty. Not last night, Thursday night. Yeah, but that game was empty, empty. Like even the 100 level, but like 200, 300, 400 level, empty. And like there were enough Giants fans there, like you know. Corey tells me that Corey goes every year to Washington and usually it's like a week 14, 15, 16 when both of them usually suck. So the Giants fans usually dominate, but there were enough Washington. Washington had good crowd. You know, there were enough Giants fans to get like, let's go Giants and stuff every once in a while. Washington fans would kind of shut it down, but it was just back and forth all night. Do we have that going on? Pretty good game on Thursday night, I have to say. He was a Giants fan even with that loss. Back and forth action. It's what you want for those in that game. So, game starts. You know, Giants. I believe Giants jump out to an early lead. Uh, I, th- I think they took that seven nothing lead early. I believe they did. I believe so. Yes. And they were up for a good majority of the game. They were. Yeah, they were up going into the. So in, in the fourth, they were up. I think they were up for a majority of the game as well. But the fourth is where, obviously, in Giants fashion. The things, things never, things never change. Things happen. Yeah, ha- so, uh, actually, at halftime, Gi- Giants were down 14 at 10 at halftime. Oh, so they were down, okay. But they were up at the end of the first. They had the early touchdown to, was it Slayton? It might have been, no, Slayton was, it was, it was the Daniel Jones rushing touchdown in the first quarter. The little 10 yard rush. And then Washington scored like two touchdowns in the second, I think. So halftime, they were down. Going into the fourth, they were up, I believe. Yeah, they were up. They were up. Uh, it was 23-20 at some point. It was 23-20 at some point. Yeah, they were up 20-17 to 17 going into the fourth, and they had it 23-20. And now, oh, the, the only reason that I know it was oh. 23-20 was 
because of the picture that's been circulating online. And I'm going to let Vincent explain this oh, story. So man. what exactly oh, happened? Man. So right. you're sitting in the end zone. Ball gets snapped to Daniel Jones. Take me through it. <sighs> Ball snapped. Danny Dimes. Max Kellerman calls him Danny Nichols. I think. But I'm going to chill out with the Danny Dimes. But, but go ahead. He man, through two games this year. He's looking good. Not his fault they're on two. No, he's looking better. Not his fault they're on two. He's Any, looking better. Anyways, steps back, sees a man down the field, busted coverage. Darius Slayton's already got one touchdown in the game. Darius Slayton is wide open. No one within at least 10 yards. I would probably say maybe 15. 20 might be a stretch. I don't know, 10, 15. So he goes, extends his arms in the end zone. Off the fingertips, drops, hits the deck, immediately pops back up, claps his fingers like this. Camera cuts to Daniel Jones with his hands over his head, I think, maybe not. He just looked confused. And then, me and Corey are the next shot from the live camera on the (laughs) NFL Network broadcast. I mean, I guess there's a silver lining. Fox doesn't have the games yet, so we weren't on Fox, we were on NFL Network, so maybe that's a little less viewership. I don't know. I mean, honestly, it's kind of cool, but like, it was just so depressing. Like, I knew the camera. I saw the camera at the beginning of the game. Like, they have it, like, there's like a whole system where it like goes around on like a wire and it goes around the stadium. Hey, it's over the field now. That's pretty much yeah, what they have it done. Yeah. But I didn't even, in a moment, neither of us saw the camera. Like, it might look like, it might look like we were looking at it, but I didn't see it. And the next thing you know, I don't have my, like, my phone's on silent, so my, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not checking my phone at this point because I'm mad. Because like I'm, I'm just I'm, I don't even know if I'm mad. I'm just disappointed. I kind of expect it because it's the Giants. I'm thinking about Evan Ingram from last year on Thursday Night Football against the Eagles when he clanked it, clanked the game, and then somehow Carson Wentz beat us. But Corey pulls out his phone and he's like, "Yeah, I think we were just on TV." And I'm like, "What?" So then I pull out my phone. I see a text from you. And I see a Snapchat from a kid that I I worked with minimally and I talk to occasionally, but like I don't talk to these kids, so I'm like, uh oh. So you say you're like, you know, you guys are just on TV, and then the other kid sends me a picture, and then I told you to record it and send it to me, and I put my phone away and like I whatever. Next time I look at my phone, I got like 25 Snapchats, I got like 15 texts, the picture's going around. In and, the span of what, 10 minutes maybe? Oh, yeah, 10 minutes, five minutes even, I would say. HD picture gets to me in like 10 minutes. <laughs> like I'm getting screenshots off like the TV and I'm like, oh my God, already? And then eventually, later on in the night anyway, I find the video and I find the actual video from the live cast and I see our reaction in real time and it's just, it's just shocking. Like It's depressing. It's, it's, it's depressing. Like, like on a Thursday night in September at a Giants-Washington game, you go to you ever expecting to get on TV? Like, like who expects to be on TV? I never expect. When I go to sporting events, even based on where you're sitting, if I was sitting front row, I would not expect to be on TV. Yeah, but being on TV is one thing. Having a straight picture by picture shot of you in the stands is a completely different thing. I mean, if anything, you guys were all over the place. We were all over the place. We were. You're on ESPN, ESPN, uh, ESPN Instagram. Instagram, NFL on Fox. I think put up their own post. Yeah, it was a, a NFL on Fox it? final score of the game: Washington thirty, Giants twenty nine. And the picture was me and Corey. 
You guys were on Sports Center. I think we were on Sports Center that night. We were on Sports Center. We were on Sports Center the next, the next morning. day. Yeah. What other shows on ESPN? Anything else? I don't know about anything else on ESPN. We were on Fox NFL Countdown on the Sunday though. <laughs> um, but those reactions, your and Corey's reactions, it's the face of giant fans. It is. I think now and possibly throughout the rest of the season, depending mm-hmm. on how well or not well they do. Maybe if they don't do well, they could Photoshop bags over our head. But hey, <laughs> we're not Jet fans. No, no, it's not. No. It's we're, not we're not. We're not. We're not throwing four picks in a game to the Patriots. We're not. We're not looking like a high school quarterback, thinking they're playing at BYU still <laughs> in the freaking whatever conference Zach Wilson was in. This is the NFL, kid. Oh boy! But uh, anyway, so back to we, the camera cuts to us. Whatever. They end up settling for a field goal. They get like two false starts in a row after that, or something. I don't know. So twenty six. They get to, and then eventually they kicked another field goal, so it was 29. Because when this drop happens, they're still winning this game. I think it's 23-20 to 20 at the time. Because, yeah, because a touchdown would give them 30. So it's 23-20, and then Gano comes out, bombs a field goal. I think he's like a 55-yard field goal or something like that. So it makes it 26-20. Gano's automatic. I, I love Grant. Oh, he's a beast. They got to keep him. He's a beast. And, but then he hits another one eventually. I don't remember if it was 29-20 or 26-23 and then 29-23, but whatever. So... Maybe it was, I don't even remember what it, maybe the Giants take the field goal when when Washington at 30, I don't remember, but whatever happens, Taylor Heineke comes out, Washington division rival, I I love Taylor Heineke, he's just, after his performance against the Bucks in the playoffs last year, taking Tom Brady to the limit, how can you not love him? So for those of you that don't know, Taylor Heineke is the current quarterback of the Washington Redskins with uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick being out on injury, so... He's filling in, but I think he's more than a capable backup. He, he, he honestly love Fitzy, but I mean, only one weekend. Like he's got a tough matchup this week against the Bills, but if he keeps this up, Fitzy might not be getting that job back. And his career might be over. His career, he's getting up there in age. So, but Heineke comes out, just marches. They they march. They march down the field. Earlier, they scored like a touchdown drive and like, I don't remember what the score was at the time. They scored a touchdown drive in two plays. They go like 80 yards. JD McKissick up the sidelines and then he finds like a, a third string tight end who makes a sick catch in the corner. Like uh, Ricky Seals Jones. Like who? Like Ricky Seals Jones, like three years ago, was on like the Cardinal. I don't even, I didn't even know he was on the team. But anyhow, end of the game, they're going up the field. They're settling, they're settling for a field goal. It's like 48 yards. Come out, Dustin Hopkins, lines up the field goal, boots it away as time expires, wide right. Now, wide these, right, Giants win. Giants win. Giants win. All these fans are going crazy in the stands, right? But what none of them see, I see. I see the flag come out before the kick you can even tell if it goes in. So I'm just standing there. I'm like, I know that was on the Giants. I don't know what it was, but this is New York Giants football. So I have no reaction. Everyone around me is cheering. I My raw reaction is nothing. I don't even know if it was the straight... It, it might have been the straight face again from the picture for all I know. But it was just nothing. You're the classical emoji. You bring out that straight face emoji. I am the straight face emoji. I mean, whenever you see that emoji... I've started stealing me. it from you. So I think I'm doing that more in person. But, so you see the flag. So you see, I see the flag. I'm like, oh my god. Rest conference for a little bit. Everyone's like, oh no, I was on watch. I'm just like, oh my god, it's going they come out, offsides on Dexter Lawrence. So, 
on time down now because it was at zero. Hopkins from 43 winds it up. Good. Washington wins. And that is how the game ended. And now the Giants are 0-2. And then you could say that he wasn't offsides. And it was a great jump because if you get... There's a slow video that's all on Twitter or wherever. And it looks like as the ball snapped, he gets he just gets a great jump. And because he was the only person on the Giants that went first, that's why they flagged them. It lo- you can't say if it was or it wasn't. I don't think it was, but, you know, as Dave Portnoy said on Twitter, Barstool Sports founder, president. I think we all know who yeah. uh, Dave Portnoy Dave Portnoy, is. yeah, but if you don't, now you do. <laughs> King he, Dave. <laughs> he puts on Twitter, he tweets the video of the thing, and he goes, it's like something like, sad, penalized for greatness. And it got a retweet from me because Dexter Lawrence was penalized for greatness. Now, here's the thing. Alright, Dexter Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence. Okay, I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm a big Giant fan. If I had to name Dexter Lawrence out of a police lineup, I don't think I could. I don't think I could, but nonetheless, Dexter Lawrence in that situation, he's, there's no way he's blocking the kick. He has no effect on the play. Nah, he's not blocking the kick, cause he, he has, he's lined up on the center. He, he's lined up on the center. In this position, you're not blocking the kick ever. Unless the center, like, Somehow, like, the shifts ball? the wrong end. I understand what you're saying, where he probably got a great jump. Nobody else on the Giants jumped, but he got there first. Listen, the ball is right in front of you. There's no excuse. Just wait till the ball is snapped and then go. You're not blocking the kick. You know, you're not getting paid to block the kick in that situation. In fact, why don't you just sit on your ass in that situation? You might as well. <laughs> you're not blocking that kick. Brutal. There's nothing else. It was devastating. And then that's when we go back to the hotel and we're on Sports Center. And it just gets better and better. Everyone's still texting us. Devastating end of the day. Here's the thing. You know, the Giants win that game. It's a tough thing to say. Both both Giant fans here, but the fact that they lost, that puts you all over the place. You know, if they win that game, that picture, picture of you and Corey doesn't go anywhere. The fact that they lost, though, Everyone takes that picture. It's all over. People are retweeting it. I saw some memes on Twitter. People making memes out of you guys. Making memes. It, I might have to go put you guys on the... Uh, with the bags over your heads. That might be the one I have to make next. So... <laughs> my live reaction to this was... I'm downstairs in my house watching, my, uh, watching the game. And all of a sudden, I see the drop pass. And I'm just looking at my TV. And I'm pretty much just laughing. Being like, oh boy. like Here we go again. Giants. All of a sudden... Cuts to Vincent, cuts to Corey, and I start cracking up. I'm like, no way. I called my mom downstairs. We had to rewind it. We had to watch it. Funniest thing of all time. I, I would see it again. In fact, but here's the thing. You don't know if you'll ever be on again. You know what I mean? I could, that's your 15 minutes of fame right that's, there. Uh, Vincent was famous. He that's was, my claim to fame. He's, he's the infamous Giants fan. That's him. You know? I told him, you got to run with this. You got to be the smirking Giants fan. You got to put this all over the place. Yeah. I see it's your profile picture now on Instagram. <laughs> it is my profile picture. Hey, I got complimented from a few people by that. Honestly, That's a good like, dude, I love your profile. I'm like, it had to be done. That's a good change. Necessary change. That's a very necessary change, and I dig it. It might, it, it, it might make the Facebook profile next. Oh, it might have to, it's already the Twitter, but not no one. Oh, it's the Twitter already. Nah, oh, so follow, Twitter might be on a following. Yeah, no one follows me on Twitter. I don't. I don't follow anyone. I barely use Twitter, but. 
people are going to be have to make memes out of that. You know, that's going to be the next thing. Maybe we'll get a birthday profile picture, Facebook update. Yeah, but it's your birthday today, bro. So you better do something special with it. Yeah, maybe. Now here's the thing. Hashtag I'm that guy. If I was going to get you a cake, I'd have to put that picture on the cake. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah, of course. <laughs> but I didn't do that, so don't don't be waiting for it. Don't be waiting for it. So that's Vincent's story from Thursday Night Football. In fact, pretty good one. So you guys will see the picture. It's all over the place. Uh, it's on the Red Letter Day Instagram. Like I said, go check out ESPN, um, NFL, and Fox. All over the place. So... Vincent had that going on. Me, uh, the other day, I was able to go to Arthur Ashe Stadium and go to see AEW for the first time live. Let me tell you, Vince, this show, crazy in person. Crazy show. Crazy show. You watched it. You've seen it now. Um, nuts. For those of you, like I explained, I believe it was uh, last episode or the episode before, um, with the rivalry now between the WWE and AEW, two Two companies putting on great show after great show, trying to one-up each other. And AEW's event the other night, Wednesday night, was awesome. Awesome, awesome. We had Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson. Had to be, and I'm not just exaggerating because I was there, probably Vincent could attest to it too, one of the best TV matches I've ever seen. Oh, without that one of it. It's up there with uh, best TV match. I didn't see, I see, here's the thing. I saw the last half of this match because I was coming home from my night class. So I only saw the last 15 minutes. But, like, excellent, excellent last 15 minutes. It's up there recently, 2019 probably, Rey Mysterio versus Andrade. Excellent TV match as well. I don't know if you remember that. I do a little bit. I do a little bit. I've seen the clips. Um, Omega and Brian put put on a wrestling clinic. That's all I can say. They had that going on. We had a lot of of debuts from AEW. A lot of guys going from WWE to AEW. Uh, debuting on that show. So we had uh, Brian Danielson, formerly known as Daniel Bryan. Um, and not Adam Cole's debut, but Adam Cole was on the show Friday night. The way Rampage and uh, Dynamite work with AEW is um, they film, they, they record um, the Friday night show on Wednesday. So they'll air the live show from 8 to 10. And then after the fact, usually from 10 to 12, they'll record uh, two hours for Friday's material, an hour or two. And they'll do it from there and then air it on Friday. So lots of wrestling going on. Lots of people in attendance. Great show there. So that's a little update there about what AEW is doing with the WWE. Vincent, I got to ask your opinion on something. You know, what do you think? I mean, not his opinion. You can tell me yes. You can tell me no. Tell me you like it. Tell me you don't like it. What's your opinion on the red letter debate so far? What's your opinion on the first one with me and T-Bolt, John Cena and The Rock? Mm, John Cena and The Rock. You know, pretty good debate. You know, Cena, good actor. Rock, good actor. I'm a rock guy, no. All right, that's enough. Uh, Pinson's opinion uh, right. does not matter about the uh, first debate there. How do you like the whole debate segment, though? You, like, you think it's a good thing? Yeah, I think I think it is a good thing. You know, next one coming out. I, I don't want to spoil it, but I I'll spoil it a little bit. I was a part of it, so yeah. no spoilers to the uh, second red letter debate. Besides that, for right now, we had a good cast on that. We can we can display. We can say who the cast was, right? Can yeah. we? We can, we can you know what? Uh, we, reveal- we do not reveal the cast. You guys got that little spoiler right there that Vincent is going to be in the next letter debate, making his second appearance on the podcast. Everyone else, though, 
it's going to be a surprise. You're going to have to wait and see. All I can tell you, it's definitely going to be funnier than the first one. <laughs> you guys are, this, is, this is a madhouse. This oh, is a madhouse. got some awful takes. Oh, <laughs> there's, there's so many I just want to say right now. But... <laughs> we got to wait. We got to hold it off. So this one, uh, this red letter debate's probably going to be coming out next week sometime. So it'll be on the Instagram. You guys can check it out uh, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and wherever you do listen to your podcast. It was a good one. It definitely was a good one. We got some more lined up too. And listen. Like I said, put it on Instagram, but for those of you that don't see the Instagram or just listen to the podcast, if you want to debate something, whether it's funny, whether it's legit, I got a mic and my mic's always open. So come on, DM me, shoot me a message. Let's debate. I don't care who you are, how old you are, what you like, what you don't like. This mic's open. So come here, debate. I want to debate Vincent? Go ahead. What would you, what would you want to debate? One thing right now. Some rando. It's like, yo, I'm in some debate. What are you picking? Debate? No, you're kind of putting me on the spot here. Uh, you can debate anything. doesn't matter. Not this one. Marvel DC. It's a good debate. That's a good one. Well, if you're cultured, it's obviously Marvel. <laughs> you know, there's some people that are DC, I guess. I don't know. So if you want to debate Vincent, a Marvel versus DC event, come right down on the podcast. So, like I said, go out there. Check out Red Letter Debate. Check out Red Letter Day. We're having a good time on both. So providing that motivational perspective a little bit. But we're having some fun. We're having some fun too. We're taking a little break from the motivational stuff sometimes. We have fun like we did on today's podcast. So that's all I have for you guys today on episode 8 of Red Letter Day. Great episode. Love having Vincent on. Vincent, thanks for joining me. Yeah, anytime. You know, you'll see me again soon. So Vincent will be back. He'll be back on Red Letter Day podcast, Red Letter Debate. He'll be around. So... Episode 8, one for the books. Be on the lookout for the second Red Letter Debate, which is going to be coming out in the next week or two. And already have an awesome guest lined up for Episode 9 of Red Letter Day, so be on the lookout for that as well. For now, uh, be sure to subscribe to Red Letter Day Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you do listen to your podcast. And be sure to check out at Red Letter Day Podcast on Instagram for some more great content during the week. Keep up with the podcast. Keep up with me as well. So for now, those are my takes. Love them or hate them, I'm going to keep making them. Stay safe, and I'll see you on the flip side. still here? It's over. Go home. Oh, you're expecting the bigger teaser for the second red letter debate? Well, we don't have that kind of money. Oh, but I can tell you one thing, and it is a bit of a secret. Domino's Pizza? Very controversial topic.